0: I know nobody else can see, but can you see? This? Did you do that yourself? No. <laughs> I did what it myself. Happened? Did you actually do No, that's a good job. I call me fringe. I'm no. not too, like, <clears throat> depressed about it. No.
2: That's a good job. Well, I mean, it's fucking better than what I did to his hair. Mm.
1: Carla went just a step too far. <laughs> a little sigh uh, in my hair. Tom. <laughs> this is about four weeks after the cut. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is recovered. See, now,
0: this this was my thing because i was like i'm starting a new job in three weeks yeah if i fuck it up at least i have three weeks to a get used to it or b do something about it we'll do it
1: again <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> exactly or just continue on with it mm-hmm. i mean you don't want to be known as like the girl with the weird hair first week in your
0: job it's
1: very hard it's not to go it. too far when you're cutting your own hair i feel like <sighs> yeah. or someone no, else's I
0: I'm, I'm quite proud of it sweating sweating with the french wouldn't recommend Welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. And I'm Carla. And lads, if you've been here over a year, you will know that this is the one year anniversary of the COVID episode that we did with Tom Hall, aka Carlos Vella. <laughs> and we have him here again today. Thank you hey very guys. much for coming on, Tom.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Oh, I can, can you believe polite. it? <laughs>
1: Well, don't get invited on many podcasts, so <laughs> make the most of it. My, my girlfriend's podcast. <laughs> Connection, you know.
0: <laughs> Adam has gone really proud of the podcast all of a sudden. Oh, I don't know that's are. new for him.
1: him I, I know. I
0: don't know if people are, like, saying it to him or he's just noticing how busy I am with it. But he's just like, <laughs> you know your big thing. famous podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just like, you know your big famous podcast. <laughs> so it's
1: great. <laughs> what subject would you do with him?
0: I don't know i'd have to let him pick he's very much um about how the universe works and all that kind of stuff and deep, he,
1: deep conversation
0: he hates spirituality all that <laughs> okay. kind of stuff so yeah i think that go. might be a good subject for him you know Mm. i'd like to hear that i would like to hear it
2: mm.
0: well i have to convince him so <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that i would like you to do it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: So we're a year on, lads. Um, we're just going to rehash the conversation that we had last year and see how much things have
0: changed, essentially. Yeah, we thought we were going to be out of this. How long after? We thought it was going to be another foot and melt, didn't we?
1: I mean, this time last year, what was it? I think about 200, 300 cases a day. And at the moment, we're on 600 and. 87 as of today
2: were we even that high i thought we were at like 120 for the first i think it was very low that
1: towards the end of march it really went up so it is Mm. a bit depressing in that respect but a lot has changed (laughs) some positive some it seems exactly the same but a lot has changed the vaccines for example that's a positive thing so at least we Mm. have a way out now whereas before it was kind of like here when are we even going to get that you know, when there's ever going to be like some hope that we will come out of it, it was just kind of on and on. But here, yeah, it's looking a bit better. It's so, a Jen,
0: bit. you're half vaccinated. I'm half vaccinated. I'm half oh, superhuman, yeah. Tom. You're fully vaccinated. I'm fully
1: vaccinated. Too. I can go out and party and with all the clubs that are open. <laughs>
0: My sister was saying to me, because she's quite jealous that I'm half superhuman, she was like, Jen, you know when you're fully vaccinated? I was like, yeah. And she said, you should, like, you know the way the people would have a fetish for, you know, just a hug off or a random or a lick across the face? You could sell them. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, that's a business idea.
0: <laughs> there you go, Tom. You can yeah, go ahead uh, and do I, that. I have to wait a while.
1: <laughs> well, it just feels like... I. You feel really like, yeah, it's brilliant, I'm vaccinated, great, I can do nothing different, There's nothing changes, so it's like, it's mm. not as great as what people think. It's great that you get it, but it's not like the world changes for you.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of like when nobody else around you is vaccinated, it's kind of like a shit in the forest. It's like when you and, turn 18, yeah. Yeah. no one else is 18.
2: Then no one you're else like, can yeah, buy the
1: it's
0: like when you're the, yeah, the oldest out of your, your friend group, but it's like, I, I don't think they're going to let like the public in general, do anything until the majority are vaccinated? Because I even mm. just posed a question to me on my mum yesterday it was just like, surely most of the OAPs and the vulnerable who want to get the vaccine are nearly vaccinated at this stage. Is that not kind of like, should we not be lifting restrictions then? No, because that's who we were trying to protect. It's like the agenda changes every so often. It's like, no, we can't do this because the hospitals are busy. And they're going to get overwhelmed mm. we saw that that didn't happen now it's like oh no the, the the you know you can't be spreading it around even if you're asymptomatic because it's going to be the vulnerable people and then it's like now it's like oh no you can't do that because the numbers are going up it just seems yeah. to be a different agenda each time like the priority seems to move the goalposts to keep getting further away
1: well the good thing is that now that most older people and uh, vulnerable people are vaccinated the death rates have gone right down Mm. so even though the rates of infection are still quite high there's very little like not little there are still people dying there's still people going to hospital but it's not on the same scale and it won't be on the same scale as long as there's Mm. not any kind of random variants that come back now so that's a good thing and I suppose that you can make an argument that that might hurry up things opening up if everyone who is vulnerable is vaccinated Mm. you know
0: you would hope so and I suppose like people are going to be listening to this obviously in like this year and we're all at a different stage now than we were last year Um, do you want to talk about the vaccination like just a little quick bit on that before we move on Yeah. (laughs) what what can people expect
1: I mean if you've ever had a jab before you'll know exactly what to expect it's really painless and it's the most like I mean the first I had the Pfizer vaccine so the first one I got no pain no symptoms nothing the second one I had three weeks later um the next day I did feel pretty rough Mm. and I'd say maybe by that evening I was kind of feeling as if I was coming down with something I was quite high temperature or just felt really achy But the next day, after that, absolutely fine again, like as if it had just gone like magic. It's Mm. And it seems to be the case for everyone. More so now with the Moderna one, seems to be more the first uh, jab you get that that seems to affect people more. But all that is, is just uh, immune response from your body, building up um, antibodies. And it's a totally natural thing and it's not harmful whatsoever. So... Yeah, it's, there's nothing to worry about. That's for sure.
2: I still pronounce Pfizer as pifzer yes. Do
1: <laughs> You wouldn't believe how long it took me to actually. Pre- <laughs> I work in the in the same industry, and it took me a while to actually figure that one out. But yeah. I was
2: like, ah, pifzer I was like, what is this pifzer that ever? And then I saw move, uh Pfizer, and I was actually like, where, when is Perfisa. this? Pfizer, what? Pafiza. Yeah, I was. I literally in my head. I'm like, Pfizer. And still, to this it's... day on Twitter, I'm like,
0: ah, Pfizer. Yeah,
1: <laughs> who's this Pfizer you're talking about? Newcomer to the scene.
0: Yeah, newcomer to the scene. Yeah, it's been a, it's been around a while. I've got, I suppose I've working in pharmacy. I probably got around that a lot quicker than I, like most people. I think once you get to, do get something in your head, though, you do. Keep I get it a lot. It. With, like you can't unlearn it
1: with medications because most of them <laughs> I saw written before I heard. So, yeah. like. What is, what's, omeprazole, I used mm. to just think that was... Imiprozole. Uh, yeah, something like omeprazole, or something, <laughs> you know, <what laughs> I mean, until you hear it and you're like, I feel stupid now from hearing that, but yeah, that happens quite a lot. Do
2: you remember when we were in Peru, and we were trying to get ibuprofen?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were at a small place, Carla, I, was, I think you just been a bit unwell, we went into some, obviously they all speak Spanish there. And we're going, ibuprofen, ibuprofen. And they're like, no, no, no. We don't. And I went, I'll bet you anything, it's just ibuprofen. Straight away, knew what we were talking about. I'm like, it's not that it's different. Not that different. <laughs> you that must have heard. Like, ibuprofen. You must have known what we were on about. I think they were just playing, like.
2: I remember I was so angry too, because I was really unwell, and I was just literally like, I'm going to box. I'm literally going to box. <laughs> like, I
1: don't know how else to put <laughs> Doosh. this.
0: But they are so, like, and they're all based off Latin, like, language and stuff like that. It's so fucking annoying because, like, especially working in a pharmacy when people are relaying to you on the phone what they want from their prescription and they just pronounce everything wrong, it's great crack. Oh yeah, like, do you
1: like to correct them? Just no, to no, no, no. I, I, I actually don't because
0: I've gotten to the stage where I know what they're talking about, so it doesn't even matter to me. I'm just like, yeah, okay, Grant, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They, they'll reel it off, do you and mean I'll just a type result. it
1: out. Yeah, I know you don't. Look, I just want to Yeah, tell
0: you. let me just tell you, it's not a satin it's a torvastan. Yeah. That's yeah. What, that's what's blocking your pipe. Yes, I understand the how serious yeah. the condition
1: is, but you need <laughs> yeah. to know. Oh, yeah, you
0: need to know yeah. this. I'm actually not going to give you anything until
2: we sit down and have this conversation. That's um,
0: the wor- well. That's what you're getting most people do and it's like I need the one for blood pressure and I need the one for cholesterol and I need the one for the, yeah. the heart rate you know because they just don't know the names and I mean, they just like won't witch. yeah exactly <laughs> they just won't try and pronounce themselves so handy to know what they're all for yeah <laughs> mm, there you go um I got the Astra vaccine oh you got AstraZeneca okay yeah. I got AstraZeneca that one I can't pronounce
1: and how did you feel
0: I felt like fucking shit oh
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm oh. not gonna lie oh.
0: I See, I'm wondering and I if think the
1: second one will be as bad then or whether you kind of I
0: don't think it will because mm-hmm. um, like that it does seem to be just kind of one of them that'll do it to you and we obviously have a we, there was a call for pharmacies for the kind of like around the Dublin 15 area they were all doing it down in Blanche for all the local pharmacies so we, all, like, we obviously have a WhatsApp group and work and everybody was like, oh, yes, yeah, grand, had a little bit of a dull headache, bit of a fever, sore arm, that was grand. But mm. I think it was like that. It reminded me when I was 16 and my friends got their belly buttons pierced in the jaws <laughs> and they were like, no, it's fine, it doesn't hurt. And then yeah. I went in and nearly fucking died. It, it was like they were just trying to not freak everyone out. Mm. But I kind of would have been, I would have preferred to be um, prepared a bit more because I was like... I got it at half eleven in the morning. I was in work until half six that day. That was fine. Adam had taken Bobby for the night because he was like, oh, you're getting the vaccine. You might feel like shit. I'll take him off or whatever. That's grand. So I was like, oh, grand. And I felt fine. Left work. Put a toner in my hair. I had all these plans. I was going to wax my eyebrows. I was going to do all the bits. And by the time I finished drying my hair, I felt like I'd been smacked with a 220 Dublin bus. Mm. Like, I was fucked. But, I will like say you, I've
1: found more with the, sorry to interrupt, but I've found more with the people who have, like, preempted that. So maybe you probably were better be, to be prepared because the people who were more prepared that I know at work, for example, who took some mm. um, paracetamol beforehand or something like that, they tended to be a lot better. So it, it yeah. maybe it is better to kind of, that people know but honestly like the second one i did feel pretty rough but generally there's not pretty much to worry about i don't think
0: no there isn't that's the thing like and it, it was like that you said 10 hours later i was a different person i was completely fine it was just literally that 12 hour window where i was kind of like oh fuck why did i want this so much Do you know mm. but like that, it just goes to show that it works because your whole immune system fights it off. Like,
1: yeah, that, that's the thing. It's almost it's done, reassuring that so. something's actually happening. <laughs> like, yeah, okay,
0: exactly. And I actually saw a TikTok and it. it's this. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> him. He's hilarious. It's it's called Tips from the ER. So it's this fella. Yeah, He's, he's yes, from, he's I from have. America. He's yeah. hilarious. I like he, the he just way he stands talks. there. And, he's very yeah. It can Everything be very, goes up um, at the end. It's <laughs> really yeah,
2: annoying. Yeah. He, he's like,
0: you are going to yeah. get sick you're gonna die and Motherfuckers. like fuckers yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he's really funny but he the, literally the day that on a, the day after I got the vaccine he came up on me timeline so obviously phone was listening to me mm-hmm. and it was like tips from the er this is about the vaccine me and my co-workers most of us felt like fucking shit after it <laughs> you do not have to come to the er you know all that kind of stuff so i was just that's like that's kind of honesty can't you need. yeah yeah can relate it's always in bits
2: I was a little bit disappointed though because I feel like there's so much bollocks being spoken especially from anti-vaxxers that it almost Mm. gives them ammo I know it shouldn't be that way but that's just kind of in my brain I was like oh here we go now this is all they fucking need they're gonna be like kids were absolutely fine and then all of a sudden you get a vaccine and now everybody's do your research don't Mm. don't do not use google you d- use the dark web to do your research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, super, here we go again. Because that's exactly like that's, that's where what, conspiracy theorists it? live, it's on yeah. the dark web. they, well, they would always duck, find duck, something go. to
1: cling on to to kind of try and go. prove their own agenda, I guess.
2: That's the, the site, duck, duck, go. apparently.
1: Okay. okay. Where the truth it. happens. Where
2: the truth, where you can get the truth. Do your own research, quote unquote. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, yeah. fantastic.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. We'll, so, we'll move on from that anyway. Move
2: on from that. <laughs> move on from me promoting that somehow.
0: <laughs> um, what do you think of the way that has been handled? Like, I know last year we were kind of, we were, and I don't fucking like this term at all, but the unprecedented times, the way we were thrown into them, and everybody was kind of like, one month we were like, fuck fine again, get you in come on Mary Lou then the next minute we were like Oh, isn't Leo great and then obviously Fianna Fáil took over then we had Mihal as the old thing and it just seems to have gone fucking downhill ever since
1: <laughs> I don't know I think it's been I mean it's an enviable job, job to be dealing with a pandemic as it is but I mm-hmm. mean it's been handled a lot better here than it has in the UK now the vaccine rollout has been handled pretty well in the UK but generally in terms of restrictions and people sticking to them I know you have like the marches in town and everything like that but I think it's been handled pretty well in Ireland. I think it's been much clearer, the messages that they've Mm. been given across. So the advice, you kind of know what to do. The only thing I'm confused about is traveling, but that's the last thing you want to be doing right now. I wouldn't be able to tell you any of the rules around traveling right now. But everything else, I'm pretty clear what I can and can't do to help out, you know. Whereas in the UK, it's kind of like, you can go to the pub, you can't go to the pub, you can have a few pints with your mates in the park, you can't have a few... Like, it's really up and down constantly, they're just constantly trying to change things. So
2: they've yeah.
1: only recently kind of been like, this is, okay, a long lockdown, and we're going to keep it like this, and you have to stick to these rules. Whereas over here, it's been much more... I just think it's been a lot more clear. And yeah, Leo did a good job at first, um, explaining and kind of making everyone feel that they were being spoken to like adults and they you know it wasn't kind of you need to do this it's more like you know we need to work together and i think mihal maybe is a bit less personable but he's done the job as well as he can i think
2: i would have to strongly disagree
1: go on
0: i was going to <laughs> hey it's that is not like like it's not, so like weird. Like, <laughs> it's not sure. um yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like i it was just like i think it's been handled fucking terribly and it's yeah. and then i was listening to tom and i was like are we Much better than the UK. Oh fuck! Have I gotten this completely wrong? I think so. I think the problem is is that
1: there's so many things that could go wrong, and they've navigated so much reasonably well that you can't really say. I don't think you can really say it's been handled badly. I think there's lots of places that they could improve, but it's like the first time this has happened in all of our lifetimes. So. I don't know. I think I would just look at the UK and it's been ha- it's been a shit show. Like from the start, they've just been slow about. At least everything. they have a
2: plan, though. Like, how can you say that I about think Ireland? places have a plan. When? No, we absolutely don't. Sure, we nobody has any idea what the fuck is happening. The communication absorbed the mm-hmm. first six months. Yeah, we were grand. We were trucking along. Everything made sense. We had a clear plan. We had clear envisionments when things were going to open. All that other kind of stuff. For the past six months, it's been like cowboy central. Nobody has a fucking clue what's going on. They still haven't shut down the airports. They still haven't imposed the quarantine. Oh, yeah, you could
1: say a lot of the things that are happening, like the airports, for example, is on the surface, it's a pretty bad idea to still let planes land here. But you still have to get essential work that some people have to travel, you know. I think they should have been more um, stringent with that because there's clearly still people going over to. Uh, Lanzarote or (laughs) wherever and Mm. getting away with it and they say they're checking everyone on the way back clearly not because we've seen people on Instagram etc just really nearly going on holiday it seems but I don't know it's a lot harder to get everyone on the same page I think as a country than people realize
0: oh yeah definitely it's just I feel like like what Carla was saying with the the airports and stuff like that when you look at the likes of New Zealand, I I and I know I understand like it's so fucking hard to uh, implement these things. But to me, it seems like, and it's maybe it's just because I don't trust Fianna Fail at all. I feel like they're very much in the rich man's pocket. Mm. I just feel like the, these things probably could be done, but he's not willing to do them just to keep. I think people there is happy. an
1: element of trying to please everyone and maybe yeah. you probably don't want to please everyone when it means public health i guess but then at the same time you don't want everyone to just backlash against it so
2: i just really don't get
1: this. i don't know what i would do <laughs> you know oh. I, would, I mean you can look at new zealand and say that was a much better way of doing it but maybe with ireland it's a bit harder because you've got northern ireland which is operating under a totally separate country mm. so it's it's hard to have that whole island approach like new zealand has and as well i think it seems it seems that people in new zealand were more willing to stick to the rules whereas people in ireland and the uk seemed just half the people i think it's more a minority but they're quite a easily seen minority if you know what i mean like there's a lot of people that are quite happy to just break the rules and it made it look worse than it is but I don't know yeah there has been a lot of mistakes I won't, I won't um, contest that but I think there is it's been handled better than oh, I could have done it so I mean I don't know maybe maybe I'm being a bit too nice to yeah
0: I was going to say you're very <laughs> optimistic
1: you have a like... <laughs> very positive
0: outlook on the whole
2: thing
1: yeah
2: I just don't know how, how after that December open up I think that, that was... was
1: a huge mistake Christmas like I think
2: if bubble. you
1: told people now you'd, you'd still be in this situation because of that one day, then you, you'd, no one would have left their house, so, but people were just, you know, it's Christmas and you can't really stop people wanting to see their families, it's just, it was handled pretty badly. Uh, I agree with that.
2: I'm just still in shock. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: What with what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Go on.
2: How do you think that that was in any way like? Oh, Christmas was handled, handled
1: terribly, but I think. But any of it, on the whole, like it was been a lot clearer. No
2: communication. Everything's been absolutely fucked up.
1: But gap. what what more do you think they could do?
2: Oh, plenty.
1: Yeah. I think maybe. Community. But could they have? Like, preempted a lot of stuff better, do you think?
2: I, I think anybody in the world could have preempted what was going to happen at Christmas. Mm. I think everyone actually probably could have preempted what was going to happen. Like at Christmas. I said,
1: Christmas, yeah, that was a. You said outcome. on the, this mm-hmm. podcast
2: last year, you were like, there's going to be a massive second wave in the winter. Yeah. It's March.
1: Yeah, and it's still coming. We're still recovering from that, yeah.
2: Yeah, we're still recovering from that. Like, a that few was...
1: weeks on from Christmas, we were in thousands of cases, and now we're still in nearly 700, so.
2: But that was also no one else's fault. Like, we don't make the rules, the government do. So I don't mm-hmm. know how you can be like, yeah, they've actually been quite good.
1: I, d- I don't think they were good for for that decision. But I think overall you're playing a lot of sides and you're trying to keep your country running at the same time as, you know, keep everyone safe. It's a really hard thing to do.
2: But
0: hospitality... I'm,
1: I'm like, I'll probably come into it being just a bit too nice to them. But um, that's, that's how I felt.
0: Tom's afraid he's gonna get fucked out of Ireland if he says that.
1: And (laughs) I love Leo and (laughs) Leo is just leader extraordinaire. (laughs) Please give me a partner. You're not
2: gonna shag you. Like I don't really, (laughs) I don't really know. I don't know this person that I'm speaking to.
1: No, because I have been quite critical of him. But yeah, I I do. In like overall, I do think it's been handled. Maybe I'm talking in comparison to to say like america where it's been yeah and still is an absolute shit show
2: but i don't think that you can benchmark us off places like look when this happened america was always going to be shit show like it was never going to be streamlined it was never going to be one of those things that happened easily i think the uk was kind of all virus but i think there is that Incredible lack of education. I feel like Ireland was one of those places that you really, we really could have got a hold on hopeful,
1: this. Hopeful, but yeah. But
2: we really, really could have got a hold on this. And I think everything that's happened and everything that they've put into effect, like hospital, like some businesses have not been open since this time last year. Well,
1: I think every time you've seen like a big rise in cases and people breaking the rules, yeah, sometimes like Christmas, it's been because of the government's mishandling of it. But a lot of the times, it's because people are breaking the rules that are there. So we can't really blame the government for that wholly. But we there can also blame the government of personal for. Responsibility.
2: Yeah, there's an aspect of personal responsibility. But they're the ones who set the rules about schools. They're the ones who set the rules about travel. They're the ones who set the rules. And like, at I the do moment, think on the
1: whole, they were going by the scientific evidence. I mean, it does spread in schools, but not as much as we thought. And when they found that out, you know. And the fact that children are generally not affected adversely by it, I don't know. They, yeah, there is a lot of things they could have done better, but I wouldn't say it was handled terribly.
2: Tom, we're going to be in lockdown until June.
1: Yeah, it's absolute bollocks. I know it's no, terrible. I, I know. <laughs> but I, do, I, yeah, I think the I think the major problems have come from people not listening to the guidance.
2: But where is that? There's no confidence there. We tro- like a lot of people from what I can gather, from the people that are really frustrated about it, is they feel like they've done everything. They've tried everything. Mm. And mo- like I know for a fact that most of us, I'm like, most of us, most of the listeners, I haven't a fucking clue what our listeners have been doing, but like yeah. a lot of people that I know have been quite astringent, like sticking to mm. what they're supposed to be doing. So for that to happen... And then for what's happened to us and the fact that there's no communication. At the moment, I'm saying June for no other reason than what I know from case numbers and from my job and stuff like that. But there's been no communication. So right now, we're still aiming for the 4th of April, which is in 10 days' time. Mm. And then we yeah. won't hear about that until
1: maybe they, the 3rd I think it's they are doing another like, is there another press conference on in, the, in the next couple of days or something like that. So
0: they they're they usually nefit usually meet on Thursday, but they're not going to mm. do it this week they're going to meet with a subcommittee on and everything is going to happen on monday so it'll stop any leaks going now mm. and there will be a much clearer message or like announcement on monday but it's the whole thing like there was a press conference yesterday on the and um, lower carbon emissions bill and it was like journalists quite rightly because the whole thing is <clears throat> there's no pressure on the government from the media to mm. lift restrictions or to try and get the company back or the country back like in any way like just opening small businesses even outdoors whatever the case may be so there's no pressure from the media so the media are kind of I've noticed a difference in them in the last week I know there was one particular caller that, and it went uh, viral on Twitter it was a journalist that... Li- he's an Irish journalist, but he lives in Portugal and he was on News Talk. And he was the first person to go on News Talk and basically, t- like, challenge them and have the debate. And he was very anti-lockdown, but he was trying to explain. And I suppose I'd be on his wavelength in that I'm not, like, I'm not some far right conspiracy theorist fucking mad thing, but I am anti-lockdown. It's, it's clearly not working anymore, and... do you think it's not working because
1: of the lockdown or because people are breaking the rules
0: lockdown is not working clearly because you're forcing people like away from the safety of say for just one example would be the safety of a hairdresser where the following restrictions where there were no cases Hmm. contract traces back to them when they were open but people are now going into other people's houses to do their hair. Now, yes, they are breaking the rules, but it's because fucking everywhere it's closed and everybody but this is, is getting the sick. The point of it.
1: I was making is that that the people who are breaking the rules are the ones that seem to be causing the spikes, but the reason they're breaking the rules is cuz the the government are having to like walk a really tight line between pleasing them so they don't break these rules more often. And also putting enough rules in that people don't just go out and mix as normal.
0: I know, but this the, like the fact that there's been no leeway in any sort of restrictions. Mm. When it, we can see the rest of the world, we can see what's happening in other countries, and mm. it, you know what I mean. Like people are just fucking at the end of their tether now, and it it is just forcing people. whether we whether it's right or wrong, I like I. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying, no. oh, well, I fuck it, I'm sick of it. I'm going to go and get my hair done. I'm not saying that. I think it's I so hard exactly to take why it back happened. as
1: well. If they said today, oh, we're going to lift restrictions here, 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 and then you had another case like we did at Christmas, then that's yeah. another year. Do you know what I mean? That's that, Until everyone gets vaccinated at least. And then it's kind of, I think at the moment, it's really hard to make any big decisions in case it just backfires ridiculously. And you got to remember, they they're looking out for their own parties as well in government. They don't they want to be elected again, and they're already pretty badly looked upon by, like, say, the younger voters and things like that. So mm. it is a that's kind of where my sympathy is because it is a hard line to walk. But at the same time, I would be critical of of a lot of stuff they did, like Christmas and looking forward. I think my personal opinion is to keep lockdown until the numbers are below a certain amount and we have a certain amount of especially high risk people vaccinated um mm.
2: but then like, really let's have to a say. conversation about that vaccination plan i mean i think we vaccinated seven mm. on sunday
1: <clears throat> yeah the vaccination at uh, that whole rollout of vaccinations has just been a bit of a shambles in the whole of europe really you know things like astrazeneca have really complicated things because they've kind of signed contracts with the EU, but then they've signed separate contracts with say the UK and those have clashed. So they can't really fulfill both. So then you get a case like recently where previously the UK was holding vaccines and they, they, they're not sending any out to anyone else. But now the EU is trying to cut off countries like the UK from getting vaccines so that they can vaccinate more people on, on, on the, the rest of the countries. It's like, it is really difficult to negotiate like, um, navigate that kind of stuff Mm. i don't know if if the vaccine rollout it looks a bit of a shambles but i don't know how without foresight it could have been done a lot better i think it's some serious lessons to be learned if this was ever to happen again definitely
0: Mm. well i do agree like the vaccine rollout that's got to do with astrazeneca itself it's not really because like the vaccine clinics are running do you know
1: yeah I think at the moment it's a matter of supply if we had the whole supply we needed for the whole country it would happen in no time You know, if we had them all here right now we would be laughing in the next few months mm-hmm. we could just get everyone vaccinated it would be brilliant but yeah. it's not the way it is I guess it's all the supply I'm not sure how long I, mean, I should know this but I'm not sure how long it actually takes to manufacture all of these vaccines in that kind of numbers but I'm sure it's not an easy thing to do
2: so, what happened with, what well, one that went bad? Was it, or there was a bad batch, there the was clot a, one?
1: Oh, there was, so the AstraZeneca one. There's There was a few cases of people getting blood clots, I think in Norway. Yeah, it was. And mm. a couple of others around the globe, but they pretty much confirmed that it wasn't, and they couldn't make any kind of connection between that and the... Mm the vaccine i think in fact there's less cases of people with blood clots in in the cohort that's had the vaccine than there is in the general population so
0: there's more cases of blood clots from people taking the pill than there mm-hmm. is from oh the yeah
1: oh way more way more yeah well, it's it's, that's been it's hugely you. overblown but that's one that's of those things <laughs> that's one of those things that people like um anti-vaxxers will yeah. grab onto and be like oh we told you it was unsafe it should have been shouldn't have been tested so quickly and all this and
0: yeah i, I think that's
1: a real lack of education that i really wish i know it'd be the most boring fucking program ever but i wish they put a program out to show you how we do all the research because it's pretty comprehensive you know there's there's mm-hmm. very little doubt if it was to be unsafe it would be like really really unexpected like We're just so sure how the safety of these drugs that it's it's just kind of it would be absolutely blindsided people I think if it was real had Mm. something that was a serious complication. Who's we? What do you mean? Who's
2: we? You say we?
1: Us in the research sector.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do a form earlier, and it was like.
1: I wonder if, you, if your listeners imagine me as one. Of them you know when you because whenever you yeah. get like a pic, like a little leaflet about a new drug or anything, it's always some stock picture of a guy with like a lab coat with holding up a little vial or something. <laughs> like that never happens. That's you. It? Yeah. Never a thing. <laughs> That's literally you. I don't work in that bit. I was um,
2: <laughs> not the kill bit. I was filling in a form earlier. For me and Jen, and it was like Jen's occupation. I was like, farm, pharmacy, woman, um, woman at the pharmacy, who
1: who gives me my drugs, who
2: will tell you about the morning after pill, while also being able to sell you Veet.
1: Jen's <laughs> yes. a spot on, actually.
2: <laughs> Jen was like, yes. <laughs> in the in the registration document. Let me tell you about my mate Jen. This is what she does. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's well, well, not for long, more for um. You went down as retail administration, usually. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, administration is usually a good route to go down. Admin. very
2: general. <laughs> um, I have a question yeah. for both of you guys, and I'll answer it myself as well. Favorite Corona conspiracy.
0: Oh. Mm. Mm,
2: it's tough, there's been so many Would you like to start Since you are our guest
1: I don't tend to take much notice of all the conspiracies So I'm having a hard time even thinking What a good one would be Let alone my favourite um, I think the whole 5G Thing was pretty funny That there was going to be phone masts Everywhere and everyone who was Vaccinated would somehow become under the Control of the government That was an interesting idea I Took a few quite, leaps of faith to get to that, but
2: I quite like the one about kids not being able to breathe with masks and all that crack. Okay, explain that one to me. So, I'm just I have I just have to. There's um, there's so I don't I'll immediately if I see somebody who's um anti vax on um, any of that crack, I'll unfollow them immediately. But there's been there's one in particular, and she's just
1: after watching all the stories,
2: she's so she's such comedy because there is no there's just no truth to you. Do you know what I mean? It's just, there's no kind of any, like, again, she just repeats herself consistently in her stories and goes on and on and on constantly about like the same shit. And it's like, do your research. She's the one who let me know about that fucking weird website and all that other stuff. Like puts up photos constantly being like, you know, the protest, it's a peaceful protest. Why are the guards there? It's a peaceful protest. I'm like, cause one of you is fucking fucked a firework. <laughs> At the guards not too long ago, <laughs> yeah trying oh, mean?
1: validate having the guards there there
2: why are they there? I'm like there's oh, there's so many reasons. It's very weird. there was no guards at the Black Lives Matter protest. I was there, and there was um there was no guards at whatever protest. I'm like there literally there's guards at every protest. Is there not guards at every protest hmm.
0: There's guards at every protest yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah clown behavior this is what I mean there's just there's nothing really. There's just there's there's no substance there's no context mm-hmm. but I I I love the way it's always brought back to the children, you know, and I can't believe that we're making the children like their lives and their livelihoods and their lives and all of that kind of crack. Trying okay. to find the story, she put up a harima shite earlier. <laughs> um, she might have. Well, I doubt she she took it down, but she is just one person that I I've kept, and I just because it's just like it's a. Um, it's always I have like one
0: varied. that I follow as well. Yeah.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, and it's so varied. It's like she'll be talking about something like you know to do with hair and makeup, and then like next thing it'll be like, "Look at this! This is absolutely madness! I can't believe we're letting this happen!" And it's like, this video brought to you by that you know that doctor. you have so
1: much more patience i just can't watch those things i'm just like well you also think the government's is... doing
2: well so yeah i'd say you do have great well, i don't patients. think they're doing well <laughs> i
1: don't mean they're doing well but i do think
2: sorry i think some people talk a lot of shit fantastic like... um oh ah here we go here we go right um there's a meme uh, 10 years from now you'll be watching tv in here did you or a loved one take the covid vaccine you may be entitled to a uh, dot 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 you know oh right yeah, yeah yeah fuck's sake one <laughs> of those um and they love all reposting each other no it's not it's not that person
0: oh is it not that? i no. was typing into carla is it such a one because i just follow one of them because i just think like that's comedy gold. so the shit that goes up yeah mm-hmm. um they love to highlight things Oh like yeah, they'll yeah, take yeah. a
2: snippet of an article and then highlight it so it's like we present here a 72 year old man with a mantle cell lymphoma who has com- who has completed chemotherapy and, t- and achieved complete uh, metabol- metabolic response and then it's like one cancer and remission two recent scan now shows abnormal tissue and lymph nodes and armpit just to be clear none of us know how long term effects we don't even know fully what is in each of these jabs i
1: just really admire that she has the time to be a clinical oncologist on the side on the of side being a beauty of- therapist
2: yeah no it's incredible it's great um you know scan also showed abnormal tissue on upper arm where vaccine was administered huh huh that. and she probably does tannin injections that's the fucking thing like- yeah <laughs> and they love linking to these page trust your gut ireland oh stop here we go oh my body my choice i love the way they rebrand. Yeah. I
1: don't feel like this is one of the situations where you want to trust you got I don't think we should trust. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe trust your head know, on this one. Yeah, I think maybe we
2: could go out. better. Uh, yeah. Go a little bit better, but yeah, there's just there's those. That's it's all that stuff, and it, particularly the stuff about the kids and the masks and how they can't breathe and all that other shit. It's just it's
1: comedy.
0: Yeah, I think my favourite one was the that we were all getting chipped. Oh, sorry, yeah yes. the microchips Jesus. Yes, that this
2: was being used as um, like Bill
1: Gates or something like that was it?
2: But this is being used as like a behavioural study, and how we're all like the government is just using this as a um, what you call it like for us to conform. It's like the chemtrails, like that whole thing. Yeah, Yeah, like
1: some kind of mind control, population
2: control. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. that kind of thing.
2: Sorry, no, my favourite was definitely comparing this to Nazi Germany. And the concentration camps uh, the things that's that's that people my
1: say is just that's real. my favourite I, I, I saw someone share a thing because you know how they're talking about oh you might need kind of a Covid passport to be able to travel yeah on planes they were like what do you think people would think if you couldn't go on an airplane if you had AIDS and I'm like "That's not the fucking same thing like what are you, what are you on about like it's not oh, contagious they were tar- yeah, like, yeah it's but- just total shit
2: no but like it's it's more the fact that they're like they list out all these things and they're like where have we seen this before and then it's like a photo of Hitler <laughs> fuck oh, yeah oh, oh i don't <laughs> know if there's a correlation oh it's annoying oh, i don't think we're there yet though
0: Thanks, so bill
1: meals getting ready to invade paris
0: Yeah, Neil's just Neil's just prepping yeah i think uh, when it comes to um the conspiracy theorists i, I just think it's like, when you have the likes of, I'm not even going to say her name, her initial spelled God, which is fucking, like, ugh. you know, this one. Yeah, coincidence. But her uh, and all of our cronies and, like, the stuff that they come out with and the marches that they go on and anti-maskers and all that kind of shit, they just, they're, <laughs> I don't know, like. People are at the end of their tether as it is And there are people mm-hmm. who are being mentally affected By everything that's gone on for the last year So They could be somewhat influential To people who might be in a vulnerable Position Which is terrifying Like they might mm-hmm. actually convince Quite a lot of people
1: Yeah you see it and you kind of cringe Because someone like someone who someone
0: wants that isn't wants in the know like that.
1: Sees that Yeah it could really make a difference to How this goes and I think they're all coming from a good place. I don't think anyone is trying to cause chaos or anything. I think there's every even the people at the marches, you know, we might take the piss, but they're all coming from a good place. They genuinely believe what they're saying. It's just really hard because it's so in the face of all the evidence. I mean, it's really worrying because there are a lot of people who are very undecided or who, you know, a lot of people just don't care. And that's fine. You don't have to care about the politics or the research or anything. And those people might be quite influenced by very passionate people saying, this is all a conspiracy, this is all this, this is all that. Maybe they will kind of not wear a mask in a shop or, Mm -hmm. you know, go on a holiday somewhere when they really didn't have to. So there is a worry. I don't think really it's a huge number of people Who are saying these things or being influenced by it? But it is a problem. It's it's definitely happening.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you think seeing influencers break the rules when they have been rules broken or quote unquote flouting the rules? Because you know there was people that when countries were green listed. Mm. They were kind of going away, and then there was all this kind of confusion. And then there was they were saying they're going to go away, and it was fine because the government advice was that if they came home, they had to quarantine for two weeks, and they were happy to do that. Mm. Like, do you think that that gives people, I suppose, a bit of justification and a bit of liberation when it comes to? Yeah, their own I decisions? think so.
1: I think it's you have to trust people to a certain extent, but this some of those really kind of made you think we shouldn't have opened up to. Uh, certain countries or anything because the amount of influencers that were just like you said Jen like these are people who could really influence people who weren't going to go anywhere and they're like okay brilliant and at the time it was you know it was all above board you could travel to these countries and maybe that was another mistake by the government expecting that there wouldn't be some kind of second wave but it's it's kind of hard again you kind of play in between keeping people's freedoms and making sure that people are safe
0: I think with something like that, especially if you're on the fence with something, like if you're struggling to make a decision on something, like even something as simple as, like, I wouldn't be a big drinker, it'd actually take me quite a lot of convincing to, like, you know, to to get me to have a drink, like, or to go on a session or whatever. Now I have, like, my own kind of. James like, like uh, I have drank, I have. I have, I have no, I, I I I, I do drank. drink I I love now a of I do. Glass I, do. <laughs> of wine <on> the <laughs> I will say, like, especially since I've had Bobby, it would take me a bit more convincing just with the hangovers and stuff like that. And I'd be like, Oh, will I won't I will I won't I and if I go on Instagram and I see that <clears throat> loads of people are drinking, I'm like, I oh, yeah, fuck it, everyone's doing it. Like that's that's how easily I'm com- I'm influenced. Yeah. Yeah even though i'm not going to be with those people i'm like that i I would let that that influence me you know so if you are on the fence about something or struggling to make a decision Mm. and you see somebody online doing something whether you like them or not it will influence your decision like it's it's as simple as that
1: that's why i think it would have been a lot better if we had had more information on these things like especially when it comes to the vaccine and that seems to be the main point of contention that and kind of wearing masks and stuff because it's kind of seen as things that we don't have to do we're just being forced to do which Mm. kind of gives off it's really hard to kind of get around that and be Mm. convince people that it generally is for the good of everyone um i think it's really really difficult to make people want to do that without giving them the information about why so Mm. like why do masks work so well why is the vaccine safe? Why is it so effective? And like, at the end of the day, if you can convince someone that the vaccine's safe and it will make lockdown end sooner, then they're much more likely to get it and lockdown will end sooner. So Win-win. they could have done a lot better in their, their education and things. But like I said, some people just don't mm. want to know. And that, and some people are very, I think this has been a problem in a lot of things is that some people are very easily influenced by quite catchy, easy to digest easy to understand statements so Mm. by just giving a real because it's not easy to explain how a vaccine works like it's very hard to explain that simply but it's quite easy to say it's a conspiracy because of this and because of that and you're having this taken away from you and you should fight against it it's quite easy to get people to get behind something that seems quite uh, emotive you know and it's not very easy to get someone passionate about taking a vaccine
0: Mm, yeah, well, I I am. Um, I would str- strongly suggest anyone listening to this I'd love get get That'd the vaccine.
1: <laughs> and then we can all go abroad. Yeah. And stop with these staycations because I don't want to go to up no. the road. I want to go to <laughs> fucking Greece <laughs> right now.
0: Oh, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be it, nice? Be nice.
1: God, one day, get your you vaccine, can can and we get there.
0: Mm, absolutely. Um, so, we're, I suppose we're just waiting around now. It's been a shit show for about a year. We've been up and down. We've gone back to work. We've gone back, back home.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> working from home. We've been half working from home. We've been not working from home. We've been.
1: God has just about had it with everything. <laughs> so
0: I'm on the edge. It's on the edge. Yeah. I'm on the verge. Anyway, the future is looking a bit brighter now. So, hopefully, on Monday the day after this comes out we'll get some good news or some restrictions will fucking lift because I can't take it anymore All yeah right. yeah
1: fingers crossed <laughs> I know I think that's the next thing so yeah,
0: yeah. it's I looking positive I was like when they were coming out with this um, the emissions bill I was like oh fuck no please I just, deal with what's in front of you Michal. like men can't fucking multitask they can't multitask no. <laughs> just deal with <laughs> the cannot. fucking pandemic will you I second that. <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> no, I, don't. I was
0: like, just can yeah, it. Kinda... Actually, mm. yeah, just exactly. for a week. Exactly. Um, Tom, mm. I just have one more question for you. Yeah. I'm going to tr- throw you a little bit. <laughs> Go for it. Um, should you have, quote unquote, the chat about exes with the person you're with? For a year and a half. It's never come up between us before and I'm getting so curious. I know that sounds like a random question, but we're about to do a Patreon and we have an Anon box and it's an <laughs> Ad- Agony Uncle and you're going to be answering questions. So I'm at to hitting you with the first one. Well, go. Firstly,
1: don't take any of my advice seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, what exactly is the chat about the exes? Like just filling them in on all your exes?
2: Well... I think if you've been with someone for that amount of time and you haven't really spoken about exes You
1: naturally talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you... you
2: do naturally talk about it, do you not? Like did you
1: unless they unless hi- there's some big news hiding there like you're dating a celebrity or something well, and <laughs> told him. Yet, I, I like... don't
0: know. Oh, right. I'm gonna jump the gun here and say that this is a girl asking the question and she obviously yeah. sounds very curious about his exes.
1: That's why I was thinking she seems to want to know more about just ask. I mean,
2: with the person you're with for a year and a half, they've been together for eighteen
0: months, and they haven't had the chance That's a long time to not chat but about.
1: I wonder what she wants That's to what, know. Yeah, like just who it is or how it ended. It does tell you a lot about someone how like things ended with their exes, how they are with their exes now. How like
0: they talk about if exes. they're
1: slagging off their ex in front of you, then they're likely to slag off you. And if anything ever happened, you know.
2: Well, I remember one of the first things that when we started dating, you said to me, you were like, I fucking hate when lads call birds psychos. Yeah. Because there's always something behind us.
1: Usually there is, because I've seen so many of my mates (laughs) treat birds like shit, and then been surprised when they're a bit annoyed with them. (laughs) So there probably is something behind it. Now, some people are crazy, but I don't think it's a woman-only problem. (laughs) You know?
2: Sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) Yeah, sounds
1: like some people are just a bit unhinged, but... Yeah, I generally feel. people are, have got a reason to be that annoyed.
2: I feel like the chat thing, I think it should happen naturally. You don't want to seem like you're fishing, but then at the same time, after a year and a half, I do wonder why it hasn't come when up. When she really
1: right? wants to know it, and that is, if I was her partner, I'd just be like, just ask mm. me. Just ask me, and I'll tell you what I want to tell you. And if that doesn't satisfy you, then we'll talk about it some more. What else can she do? Apart from sit there and worry about...
2: Do you, like, bring it up in a kind of, like, my ex used to do this, which used to annoy me. Tell me about your ex.
1: Yes. Remember your ex. Who was
2: that again? Who was that again? <laughs> How long were you dating? I yeah. think And one of the first things you ask somebody when you're getting in a relationship was, like, when was your previous relationship? How long was mm. it for? Why did it end? Why are you single? Mm. That's quite... Yeah, what oh, yeah.
1: that's quite
0: like a natural thing. To what talk did about. you do
1: to fuck that last one up? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what can you learn it? from that? <laughs> what,
0: what are you, what are you... I mean think there's an that? actual motive here, and I think she should just go. Do you know what? Something's been annoying me, and I want to ask you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or just play. If something's been playing on my yeah. mind. I'd just like to be honest. To kind of, I'd like to fucking like, know. I mean, here's
0: a fucking question for you: Why are you still fucking <laughs> yes. friends with her, and why? Why Who did she just fuck fucking her? message <laughs> you?
1: <laughs> What's yeah. your yeah. name? <laughs> <laughs> if you're still messenger, then I'd say red flag hasn't it? you don't need to bring up the conversation yeah, Just, it's you know, <laughs> unless they were good friends beforehand yeah. that's um,
0: well, thank you very much life. for that answer, Tom. You did very well on the spot we're going to continue this conversation over on patreon as yeah. our agony uncle episode mm-hmm. and for all of you guys, thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next week. bye. bye.